This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. Blessed Sunday in Lent, I have a for you two short reflections from two of the great saints of the church. The first is from St. Alphonsus Liguori, who talks about a problem that was rampant in his time and is now the norm in our time. The Mass being said irreverently, the Mass being offered to God irreverently, and what the effect of that is. That is what St. Alphonsus will tell us about today, and it's something that many of us will try to hammer home all the time, and people often don't understand the problem. So, maybe St. Alphonsus will be able to, to present that for you in a way that is effective at understanding the problem. Following that is something from St. John Vianney about what the Mass is, about the effect the Mass has, and if, how if we understood the holy sacrifice of the Mass, our lives would be utterly and completely transformed. They would never be the same again. Something for us to consider in our own behavior. How we treat the Mass. How we let our minds wander. How we dress for the Mass. Every little thing. If you've ever wondered why the Church always says, dress in certain ways and behave in certain ways at Mass, Maybe St. John Vianney will help you understand. We all have problems at times, every single one of us, so this is not a condemnation of anybody. When I say this, we all want to be saints, I would hope. Perhaps it begins with how we present ourselves at the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. Without further ado, St. Alphonsus Liguori. The Error of How Some Priests Say the Holy Mass by St. Alphonsus Liguori. In celebrating Mass, reverence and devotion are necessary. It is well known that the use of the maniple was introduced for the convenience of wiping away tears because, in ancient times, priests, while celebrating, did nothing but weep out of devotion. It has already been said that the priest at the altar represents Christ. But, speaking of the way in which most priests say Mass, one should weep, but weep with tears of blood. It is a source of pity, so to speak, to see the disgrace that many priests and religious, and even some of the reformed religious orders make of Jesus Christ. Observe with what attention priests ordinarily celebrate Mass. They would do well to be told what Clement Alexandrinus reproached the Gentile priests for, namely, that they made heaven the stage and God the subject of the play. But no, what am I saying? Comedy? These people would take much more care if they had to play a part in a comedy. What attention do they pay to the Mass? Words are mutilated, genuflections that seem more like acts of contempt than reverence, blessings that one does not know what they are. They move around the altar and turn around in such a way that they almost make one laugh. They complicate words with ceremonies, anticipating them before the time prescribed by the rubrics. Everything happens because of the haste to finish the Mass soon. How do some priests say Mass, as if the church were about to collapse or that pirates were coming and there was no time to escape? A priest may have spent two hours babbling uselessly or dealing with worldly matters, and then where does he put all his haste? To say Mass. And in the same way, these people begin the celebration, they proceed to consecrate and take Jesus Christ in their hands and communicate with such irreverence as if this were a piece of bread. Let us compare what we just heard from St. Alphonsus to what St. John Vianney, the patron saint of the clergy, has to say about what the holy sacrifice of the Mass is 
and then you will see why irreverent masses are so wicked and should not be said in that way. And not that the mass itself is wicked, obviously, but the actions of the priest. Anyway, on the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass by St. John Vianney, all good works together are not of equal value with the sacrifice of the Mass, because they are the works of men, and the Holy Mass is the work of God. Martyrdom is nothing in comparison. It is the sacrifice that man makes of his life to God. The Mass is the sacrifice that God makes to man of his body and of his blood. Oh, how great is a priest! If he understands himself, he would die. God obeys him. He speaks two words, and our Lord comes down from heaven at his voice and shuts himself up in a little host. God looks upon the altar. That is my well-beloved Son, he says, in whom I am well pleased. He can refuse nothing to the merits of the offering of this victim. If we had faith, we should see God hidden in the priest like a light behind a glass, like wine mingled with water. After the consecration, when I hold in my hands the most holy body of our Lord, and when I am in discouragement, seeing myself worthy of nothing but hell, I say to myself, Ah, if I could at least take him with me, hell would be sweet with him. I could be content to remain suffering there for all eternity if we were together. But then there would be no more hell. The flames of love would extinguish those of justice. How beautiful it is. After the consecration, the good God is there as he is in heaven. If man well understood this mystery, he would die of love. God spares us because of our weakness. A priest once, after the consecration, had some little doubt whether his few words could have made our Lord descend upon the altar. At the same moment, he saw the host, all red, and the corporeal, tinged with blood. If someone said to us, At such an hour a dead person is to be raised to life, we should run very quickly to see it. But is not the consecration which changes bread and wine into the body and blood of God, a much greater miracle than to raise a dead person to life. We ought always to devote at least a quarter of an hour to preparing ourselves to hear Mass well. We ought to annihilate ourselves before God, after the example of his profound annihilation in the sacrament of the Eucharist, and we should make our examination of conscience, for we must be in a state of grace to be able to assist properly at Mass. If we knew the value of the holy sacrifice of the Mass, or rather if we had faith, we should be much more zealous to assist at it. My children, you remember the story I have told you already of that holy priest who was praying for his friend. God had, it appears, made known to him that he was in purgatory. It came into his mind that he could do nothing better than to offer the holy sacrifice of the Mass for his soul. When he came to the moment of consecration, he took the host in his hands and said, O holy and eternal Father, let us make an exchange. Thou hast the soul of my friend who is in purgatory, and I have the body of thy son who is in my hands. Well, do thou deliver my friend, and I offer thee thy son, with all the merits of his death and passion. In fact, at the moment of the elevation, he saw the soul of his friend rising to heaven, all radiant with glory. Well, my children, when we want to obtain anything from the good God, let us do the same. After Holy Communion, let us offer him his well-beloved son, with all the merits of his death and his passion. He will not be able to refuse us anything. Now think about what you just heard there. And then think about what St. Alphonsus told us about how people rush to say the Mass, to how they say the Mass irreverently. It was a problem even in his day in what we call the traditional Latin Mass or the Apostolic Mass. But in our time, it's almost the rule. And why is that? Would those who offer Mass in such a way 
do so if they truly believed that what they were holding in their hands after the consecration was our blessed Lord, truly present in the most beautiful, blessed sacrament of the altar. Would they behave in such ways? Would we behave in such ways if we were to receive irreverently our own behavior at the Mass, instead of seeing what is before our eyes? Would heresy abound in the Church today if everybody truly believed? What heresy abound if we ourselves as individuals, myself first among them, were more reverent in the Mass and in our own behavior? Let's think upon that. It is Lent after all. Hope you found this useful. As always, pray for the Church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.